Welcome back, everyone, to lucky episode 13 of Blood on the Dice, the only actual play D&D podcast where death is very real, very permanent, and very traumatizing. We are sitting here in the wake of just that very emotion, and we're going to suffer through it, and you guys get to listen. My name is Brian, I'm the creator and producer of this show, but more importantly, I play our resident artificer, Basil Quark, who is maybe even more upset than I am. My name is Camille, um, I play Pebble Soot, and although Pebble is devastated to have lost her uh, her friend Cork, she has the solace that at least the group smell marginally better than it once did. Absolutely finding that silver lining. <laughs> I am Joe, and I play Vorkuro Voldemara, the Dragonborn fighter, and I seem to be the only one who remembers that it appears Cork was going to betray us, so uh, maybe a good day. (laughs) My name is Meg, and I play Anya, the uh, halfling rogue. That you said as little or as no information as possible, so that's all you get. Well, and halflings are a little. Meg, do you want to introduce your, yourself at all? To, tell the nice people who you are? Oh, boy. Um, I am... Uh, Meg's from Pluto is where you can find me on everything. I'm not actually from Pluto. That would be a really long trip. But I am a uh, internet or ponderer cosplay person and sometimes YouTuber. Um, I... I'm also one third of the Cosmonaut Variety Hour. And yeah, I pretty much just say things on the internet unsupervised at all times. <laughs> Which is a welcome addition to our gang of idiots here. Ooh. On that, I am Alex, and I am going to be your dungeon master and Dark Lord of Barovia this evening. So, as to where we left off. The walled village of Kresk is little more than a few farms and graveyards in the shadow of the Abbey of St. Markovia, a hospital and asylum that clings to the mountain high above. Irina is mysteriously drawn to an ancient shrine on the edge of the village. Near the shrine is a small pool in which you see the reflection of a handsome young man. Irina seems to recognize this stranger as Sergei, collapses into the water only to disappear completely once submerged, invoking Strahd's wrath in the form of a thunderbolt. Baron Dmitri Kreskov, Burgermaster of Kresk, is mourning the death of his last child, who was resurrected by a handsome stranger known to the villagers only as the Abbot, who lives mostly secluded in the derelict ruined abbey. Despite his appearance, he supposedly has done so for over a hundred years. Exploration of the abbey reveals it to be inhabited by the monstrous and mad Bellevue family, whom the Abbot regards as both his creations and his charges. The abbot believes that he alone is destined to save Barovia, and to do so he has crafted for Strahd von Zarevich a bride out of the stitched together remains of corpses, magically animated and christened Vasilka. Strahd himself appears at the abbey with a retinue of ghoulish thralls, irate at the loss of Irina. He destroys Vasilka before turning his anger towards you. He kills Cork Grizzly, by whom he seems to feel personally betrayed before turning his attentions to the rest of you and demanding that within five days you come to Castle Ravenloft to, in his words, parlay the terms of your forgiveness. Strahd disappears, leaving you to fight off his ghastly servants. In the battle that ensues, you are joined by a Vistana who later introduces herself as Esmeralda Javanir, the famed monster hunter. The three of you are unaware that, far below the abbey, another outsider has just penetrated the western mists. 
You know, I, you know, I talked about being traumatized before, but it's only just now coming back to me how upsetting the whole Abby was. Oh, we fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it was so much. I, I've, I've had a hard time stopping thinking about it. It was pretty freaky. Yeah, I think I had it blocked from my memory and it all just came flooding back. Oh, no. I wish I could have blocked it. You know what would help? Burning it to the ground. Eh? Eh? Just saying. Look, it, it's, it wouldn't be the least satisfying thing we could do. That said, we tried to fuck with the guy on the inside and he kind of kicked our asses. My ass specifically. Also, there's a lot of stone. There are ways. I'm just saying there this, are ways. This is yeah. true. <laughs> so it, our, what was the, the, the very last thing we did? We Bled. we buried or we burned we burned Cork's body, of right? Of course, of course, yes. On the on the road leading away from the Abbey. So so yes, I imagine that you're somewhere down the switchback road that connects the Abbey to the village below. Can we just walk down this road? in silence for a little bit. I would love to just not hear your voice in particular, Basil. If we, I, I don't think any idea you have is going to be a good one. I just want to walk and think about all the things we've lost and all the things we have yet to lose and try to come to terms with that. Yeah, look, I wasn't really trying to get into any debates here. I there think we, we just, we got to take a minute. I was agreeing with you. What am I just supposed to nod my head in silence? Every time you fight, you're agreeing with each other. And I think that that's almost beautiful in this moment. Uh, well, almost is about as good as we could hope for. Yeah, almost is as close to beautiful as this place ever gets. Yeah, really? All right, that's, that's shutting up now. Just going to ponder... Okay. My silent game personal and moral failings. So we we we, we head, <laughs> head down back into the village, uh, where you know, of course, there's a hero's welcome waiting for us for yeah. <laughs> dealing with the abbey, right? Something Not nice. So much. Um <laughs> so to put a few things into context, you'll remember that the abbey is close enough to the village proper that they can regularly hear the uh bell when it tolls. Yep. It means that in, in over the course of this evening, the otherwise mostly peaceful village has endured both being struck by lightning, your fault, and uh, probably the sound of a cacophonous fireball, which was technically <laughs> fault, but also kind of your fault. I don't know if I think the lightning bolt was our fault. So you're, you're at this point, you've spent enough time in Barovia, you know that once the sun goes down and the sun never really comes out, there's not a lot of people out walking about um, the the small uh, buildings. There are no buildings more than one story in Kresk, and uh, uh, all of them are are shuttered and locked up. You're, you've now sort of become accustomed to seeing the the talismans and the the holy symbols that are hanging from the eaves and chalked onto doors. It looks like maybe through the the misty paths you see now and then a shape. You know, sort of running through the buildings, but again, you know what the guards look like. They have the tall fur hats and and spears, and it seems that they fit that bill. Uh, but besides you, no one is really out and about on this very misty night. I no longer understand what would be worse: to be burned until all that remained was ash, and to know that I would still probably wind up back in this place, or to turn into a cold-blooded undead. It seems as if there are no good choices here. It reminds me very much 
of election day where I come from. Very, very topical here, Joe. Commentary. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's the plan? Oh, okay. So am I am I allowed to speak now? Can we can we obviously as I let off with my soliloquy, that was your cue to come in and now say something less interesting, as usual. Uh, why couldn't it have been you? Well, because I wasn't trying to betray anybody. That's why. I don't. I don't know if I'm hundred percent clear on what his intentions were there, but he he did seem a little uncomfortably close with Strahd. Yeah, very. At the very least, quite gung ho at the idea. Yeah, he fell hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, that's for all your faults, Morcoral. You have never intentionally tried to kill us. I don't think I, unintentionally either. But how many fires have you stuck us in? I we've we've gotten out of all of them. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so what's the plan? So we have we have a little bit of time here. So I I don't know if we should beeline right to Strahd, maybe give him a day or two to process his anger. I think our best bet would be to try to get as much information as we can. Let, I think we should head back to the Martikovs and take them up on their offer to get us to that hill of graves. The Taraka card told us we could learn more about our enemy, and I think we could use all the Strahd intel we can get at this point if we have to walk straight I, to his I mean, doorstep. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, though, but we are one man, well, one orc down now, and he was, you know, aside from me, the best fighter we have. No offense. We, I don't think the three of us can handle anything that would come our way if, if only we had yet another person to fill in where Cork left off. You know what? Someone perhaps a little sneakier. That, that's all I'm saying. You know, I think Umberly and I together count as two, and therefore we are still four. And I think, you know, she and I were on better terms today. I'm feeling that. And I think the, the water will come in handy. Oh, right. Like how does water stole Irina? Can we remember that now? Water maybe kept her safe. We don't know. Maybe that was Umberly too. Maybe she's like hugging her in an embrace. Of but also, but also I just, I want to be clear that you are saying that your God who keeps you from using all of your magic at the fullest extent, that's, that's really like literally dampening the strength of your fire powers. That's a bonus for us. That, that makes us better. Yeah, you know, I hate to say this, but making a she helps right me do my magic better. I think. All right. Then are we leaving Kresk? Well, we're definitely leaving Kresk. Um, but okay, but Volcoro, what, what do you expect us to do here? Are we supposed to sit and just hold tryouts to recruit someone else? I don't see a lot of capable warriors around us. Perhaps there is somewhere we could go, you know, like um like a recruiting center or um maybe not around this place. This place is depressing. Yes, this 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 land really is a breeding ground for heroes. Uh, out of character, do we want to immediately go, or should we seek shelter for the night and try to rest up? Uh, you were invited to stay at the Burgermaster's Cottage, so you're welcome to take that opportunity. You guys will also remember, though, that the gates of Kresk do not open to strangers, so um, it is very unlikely that you're going to find anyone of any remarkable talents waiting around here. So, again... You know, we I just just in the interest of keeping things moving. If you guys want to, uh, you know, call in a long rest, you can. 
If you guys want to just go, you can. I'm in pretty serious need of rest. I have one HP and I'm out of most of my spells. So yeah, no, long rest sounds good to me. I need to rest, but I don't think we're actually going to find any rest in this town. I have a bad feeling that if we try to go back to the Burgermaster's house with his son who was recently brought back from the dead and the last time we saw him was screaming, I don't think we're, I think something even worse is going to happen. I think we might actually be better off if we get out of here and start trucking. I don't, I don't want to go out in Barovia at night if we don't have to. I, I, I'll take my chances with the recently resurrected son. Yeah. It might be freaky, but I'm literally on death's door. All right. All right. <laughs> I say with a giggle. All right. So um, the Baron and Baroness, the Kreskovs, are true to their word. They do give you permission to stay in their cottage. It seems that one way or another they have sedated their son, such as it is. That is not a concern. Um, they, they do notice uh, that there were five of you when you were last here. Now there are only three. That has not escaped their attention altogether. Do they do they call attention to that? <laughs> Asking us questions? They are more interested. They're having a conversation among themselves. You'll recall when last you spoke with them, they were putting together plans to travel out of the village looking for a wedding dress. Right. We should probably tell them they, they don't need to do that, huh? I'm not sure how we, I mean, I would be very tactless and I would probably be like, you guys don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, she's dead. Oh, she was already dead. They were already dead. Either way, you don't need to do that anymore. Uh, yeah, what my, what my large friend here was trying to say is that uh, the abbot had a particularly disgusting plan and it didn't work out. So uh, he will not be in need of the wedding dress. And I, I don't know when you will see him again. Basil, give me a um, give me a uh, persuasion check. Okay. Uh, I mean, so it's not great. Can I help? Well, so I feel like with Borcoro also trying to make this case, I would say make it at advantage. But you okay. know, they're pretty they're pretty squirrely. So I would also have said make it at disadvantage. <laughs> so I feel like it's all evened out. All right. Well, I won't be. I won't roll a second time, and I'll take my first roll, which post a modifiers is a seven. Oof. I think that you probably will get them to at least not not be so quick to run out of the gates first thing in the morning, maybe. <laughs> Just look, if they don't if they don't believe us, they don't believe us. But like we, I'm I'm kind of too tired to really go into it too deeply. Like I think we move on. Yeah, I, I think I think Basil, like el- elves don't sleep, but I'm pretty sure he just like lays down and passes out. All right, so you guys know the drill: one long rest is one day of upkeep, rations, whatever you got. Yep, yep, yep. And the plan is then to head south back towards the Martikov's winery. Yeah, I think so. All right, so now let's shift focus, shall we? Let's talk about what's going on with Anya. Yeah. So Anya has been traveling eastwards through the increasingly creepy and misty Spalich woods until finally you come to a point. It's the weather is what you will come to know should you survive for a while as Barovian dawn which is not noticeably different from Barovian dusk or Barovian midday or even Barovian night. It is cloudy and gray and wet. 
The road branches north and climbs a rocky escarpment, ending at a gatehouse built into a 20-foot-high wall of stone reinforced with buttresses every 50 feet or so. The wall encloses a settlement on the side of the snow-dusted mountain spur. Beyond the wall, you see the tops of snow-covered pines and thin white wisps of smoke. The somber toll of a bell. You know what? That doesn't happen, actually. No, there is no bell. Not this time. Not anymore. Coming down this rocky escarpment, though, you do see three very strange-looking travelers indeed heading down towards the road junction where you currently stand. Oh, boy. Um... I don't know if I want to just run up on these guys right away. That seems a little bit abrasive. Are they are they currently chatting? Or are they just walking? They're probably arguing about some incredible triviality. <laughs> do I do I detect a little bit of venom in those words there, Alex? Just a little. Can I how far away am I from them right now? Um a ways. Maybe like uh I don't know, 50 yards. Okay. Because, all right, so I'm thinking, are there, like, bush around me? I'm going to try to, like, see if I could kind of get out. Like, can they see me, though? I'm seeing them. They can't see me. Well, they're probably not looking for you. Um, so, so yeah, the, the Spallage Woods are dense enough that you could very easily, if you wanted to, hide yourself in the underbrush just off the path. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm gonna like, scooch around for a bit. I'm going to wait until they, 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 can't, they get more of a lead toward me. Okay. So why don't you go ahead and give me a stealth roll? Sure. That you can definitely make with advantage to just give you an idea of what the foliage is like. <laughs> Off to a great start. That was a four. <laughs> At advantage? Oh, so you got a four? What What is your stealth modifier? Um, oh, you know what? I probably have to put that into account on the... <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I'm using this specific website because normally I use... um. Let me see what my stealth modifier is. Hold on a second, guys. I'm all digital today. Take a well, while she's doing that quick shout out to how much roll 20 sucks. Because <laughs> not only did they delete uh, all the entire every single character sheet and stat block from another game that I'm playing in, oh. it also deleted the entire uh, little world that I had this character stat block in. So we are flying blind here. well okay so it's i figured it out i figured it out wait can i can i get another go on that now that i realize i have to add a modifier yes please thank you that was so sad all right look at that 25 beautiful <laughs> Ooh, there you go yeah white hidden um which gives you as they come down the hillside along the path you get a better idea of, you get a better view of them. I don't know, would you guys like to take a moment to describe yourselves? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's give everyone a little little refresher. The tall dragonborn with not just a bow, but like three bows, like crossbows, short bows, long bows, as well as like swords and maces. But, but the one bow has like a glimmer to it. Like a glimmer of magic, like a, like a star twinkling in the dead of night. It is very clear that this person is the de facto leader. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I'll say, beside our de facto leader, uh, is an elf wearing a 
incredibly ostentatious set of armor. It is like white and gold plated with like glowing blue lights and runes all around it. It's like a, a fusion of technology and magic that he has just put every ounce of his ability into creating and upkeeping. And the rest of that effort is, or the lack of that effort elsewhere is clearly shown in his face. No intent at all to keep up appearances deep bags under his eyes hair that i don't think has ever seen a comb in his life is just a man who values himself very little and values his armor a whole lot um and uh with them is uh pebble who is a fire genasi cleric um who is kind of got grayish skin and fiery red hair and is wearing a pirate's hat has a shield that looks like the hull of a ship um and she's doing everything she can to look less fiery and more like wet so it's a little steamy like she looks kind of damp um by by design into that and they're all sitting here arguing about something stupid yeah, so I don't know if you guys, I, I mean, so a 25 on stealth definitely clears all of your passive perception. Um, I don't know, is is Anya going to manifest herself to them or? Anya's going to pull some like, uh, you guys see Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory when he kind of just like rolls in front of those kids and they're like, what the hell? Like, what's his deal? <laughs> That's pretty much what she's going to do. This little, this little guy is just going to like roll in front of them. Uh, ba- Basil definitely jumps and freaks out a little Boy, bit. Coral would probably like up and be like, "Wait a minute! It is a child." Excuse me, sir. I'm no child. How's it cutting? I'm on your Buckland. You might know my brothers, the Buckland brothers, very famous. You all look confused. Why do you look so confused? I apologize. I thought you were a child. Also, it sounds like you have some sort of like soap in your mouth or something. Your your accent is very hard. It, it's not as uh, clear as my accent. Oh, sir, us Buckland brothers, our family, we pride ourselves in our diction. We are performers. We love to be on the stage. It's your accent. You know, sometimes my brother can do a really good accent because it's quite like yours. He always plays some kind of ugly little thing. Lots of teeth. Hey, you know, she's got you figured out pretty well, Vakoro. Pretty spot on. I, I am not a little thing. I am a big thing with lots of teeth. It's debatable. Relative to other things with teeth, I think you're fairly small. You all seem to have quite a lot of them yourselves. <laughs> and you smell like travelers. Where are you going? Uh, I would hang my head low when she says smell. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, the smell is a bit of a sore subject for us. Yeah. So you not have soap? Oh, I would quite literally kill for some soap. I do not believe that this soap would wash away the stench. I'll tell you what, if uh, I think I have some soap in my pack, if I could come with you. I, I'm sorry, you, you seem like a perfectly nice person, but we've, we've just had a bit of a day and we're about to do something even more dangerous. And I, I'm, not, I'm not sure you want to be. Oh, that's wonderful. Danger. Tell me more. Well, excuse me, first little person, can I ask you? Uh, 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 big man, I'm the, the perfectly right size. Thank you very much. I happen to be one of the tallest of the Buckland children. 
I, I apologize. Uh, I like little people. Everyone is little to me. That being said, an av average sized person, um, are you perhaps a werewolf? I don't think last time I checked. I know my arms could be quite a bit hairy, but no. Could I could I perhaps poke you with this silver arrow just to see? Now, you? now, big man, you'll do no such thing. I don't just have soap in this pack. What what else do you carry with you? Well, how how did you get to be here? Why did you roll out in the middle of the woods? I I am suspicious of all of this. I, I do admit I have I have quite a few questions. Uh, I mean, you're the first person who's ever walked up to us and wanted to join. Except for the werewolves. Remember the werewolves? That's true. So I understand, you know, I can see from you uh, smelly traveler folk that you haven't been around such a, you know, a, a worldly person of such social grandeur before. But let me tell you, uh, you know, me and my brothers, I'm very used to being with them. Uh, I'm... I've been on my own for quite a bit now. I'm usually with about at least two of them. You seem to remind me of them in a certain way. Not the big one, but you 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 both. You give me such a feeling of 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 warm, you know, familial sensibilities. It's 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 nice. I I like it. I look, that's by far the nicest greeting we've gotten anywhere in this godforsaken country. But you quite literally didn't answer any of our questions. What are you doing here? How, like, people don't just wander into this country, and certainly not with the cheerful attitude that you've been bringing here. Yeah, your, your kindness only makes me more suspicious. You don't enjoy adventuring. Absolutely not. I would very much love to no longer be here. I just want to be someplace really, really warm, like like the edge of a volcano or perhaps the middle of a desert, just where the sun oh, is always bearing down and fires are so easy to start because there's so little water. Shiver, put your hand in a soup. Sounds like it could be close enough. A nice hot soup should do you just right. Actually, sounds like a good idea. All right. They're fine by me. I like the soup idea. They're like you, Basil. They like to talk, but it's like I like hearing them more than I like hearing you. You know, uh, that's not the first time I've heard something to that effect. Well, then it's settled in. I have my soap. You get my company. I get your company. We're all square. So we're, we have drawn the attention of a quite powerful vampire who wants us all dead. And you're, you want to just come along with that. Sounds like a great story to me. I think there's something a little wrong with you, but in a way that I appreciate. Thank you, big one. Number two. She's got my vote. She's, I think I say she's in. Yeah, she's fine. At the very least, uh, we'll have some, some nice, we'll hear some nice things before the vampire tears us apart. Yeah, this, this is actually pretty nice and cheery. Uh, welcome, child who is not a child. Thank you, friends. I cannot wait to get to know all of you and sing with you and dance with you and share soap because my God. She also smells significantly better than the last one. Most dead bodies smell better than cork, so. Even his dead body somehow smelled better than he did. Which, if, if you think about it, is a little suspicious. Yeah, it's like he was doing it on purpose. Did you bury this fellow? 
Oh, we burn him. We burn everybody here. Uh, uh, yeah. When you are dead, I will make sure to uh, lay your body upon a, a, a fire. No, no, you have to bring me back to my brothers, mate. Uh, that's not going to be possible. Uh, you are here for all eternity now, and you'll most likely have been here for all eternity already. Ah. So uh, shall we continue? Yeah, I, I think we, we we get on the road, <laughs> and Basil like, tries to like sit back. Uh, There's no follow-up question to that. Okay, say, like Basil tries to sit like as, as like let's 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 move. So Volcor doesn't say anything else traumatizing, <laughs> and just kind of pulls it to the side. Is like, so listen, I get the vibe you're not really from here. I don't know how you got in here, but uh yeah we're trapped here we can't leave till we kill the vampire and if we die our souls stay here as well who said you can leave when you kill the vampire uh, that's, that's you know it's an educated guess <laughs> <laughs> let's let, let's call it just the tiniest okay. sliver of optimism so yes that, that's, a, that's a lot to dump on you right now um so your your lives are in clear and present danger in this, this current moment is what you're saying Every single second spent in Barovia is clear and present danger, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and you are also in grave danger, and you will most likely die before sunup. We're feeling a little down. One of our friends did just die, as as you've noted. Hours ago. Uh, we haven't quite processed all of it. You know what can fix that? Have you ever tried singing? Uh, I'm not, I don't think anyone here wants to hear my voice. I, I, I've been told it's somewhat shrill oh, no mate everybody can well, sing I, I mean i have known pebble to uh deliver what she has called a shanty on more than one occasion pebble why don't you sing one of your shanties right now at this very moment my my shanties yes. Cor for coral god you know i think um umberly scared them all out of me I don't think I have one. Oh, that just won't do mate i have right here my little pack i've got my viola we can all sing together. Who is this Viola and how is she smaller than you that she could fit in your pocket? Oh, she's no lady, sir. She's This is my little friend right here, hand-carved by one of my brothers. I'm just going to pull it out of my bag. Oh, that is not what I expected at all. Do you dance, big one? Uh, I dance around the burning bodies of my enemies. That sounds a bit smelly, but... Sounds all right. A little bit different from how I dance usually. I could play us a tune as we keep walking. Yeah, go for it. And I'm trying to think of what I wish I had one of the medieval the medieval uh, covers of like moves like Jagger or something lined up on my YouTube right now. <laughs> so you're going to continue to walk while loudly announcing yourselves to every <laughs> little forest cop you pass with loud music. Like an Apparently, we, you look, you know, we've we just went through some shit. We deserve a little bit of music. We are infected by optimism. Miraculously, you manage to continue walking down the Spalich Road for about an hour and a half without attracting any attention until you come to a familiar little stone bridge spanning over a river. And you see just beyond it is the weather-worn signpost that shows the uh, the crossroads that, you know, lead down to the winery. As you, as it sort of comes into view, you see that there is a figure standing by the bridge, looking like uh, they're perhaps trying to, um, you know, it's it's kind of weird to be just standing out there like that. Perhaps they were drawn to your music. They're wearing a very familiar red coat. In fact, three of you have already met this person before. Oh, it's that, it's that little guy. Oh, oh never that mind. That little guy. Who are you thinking? 
<laughs> I was thinking about the the servant of the. Oh no. Le- he, but he had a hat. Really here for the little guy representation. Yes. Lots of lots of little guy culture going strong. <laughs> at the sound of at the sound of the the viola music, as you come down near the the bridge, Esmeralda, uh, the Vistana who uh, helped you out at the Abbey, steps out of the foliage to greet you. Oh, I was uh, I was hoping I was hoping to catch you all again. Uh, we have we have replaced our friend with a smaller yet much more optimistic one. I can I can see that. I suppose that is suppose that is good news. I realized after I left that there's there's more I, I could have shared with you. You know, I I will be making my own way through through this realm, but I hope and expect that we will meet again. And as an act of goodwill and good luck, I'd like to offer you the boon of a Vistana divination. If there is something you would know, I would endeavor to use the cards to aid you. And she pulls out a somewhat battered deck of Taroka cards. Well, the last one we received was quite useful, so I, I'm i up for it. Anyone else? I, I, yeah. I do not know if I wish to know more about my future. It's um, not looking good for me. Perhaps we should leave such things. So as Esmeralda nods first to Basil and says, what would you, what would you know? Well, as you were present for, Strahd is quite upset with us um, and has commanded that we meet him at his castle to to beg his forgiveness. How, are, are we going to die? <laughs> Can, is it possible to appease him or, or are we just, you know, signing our own death warrants by walking in his front door? So she definitely shuffles the cards and then turns two over on the ground, rather on the, the flagstone bridge. She she looks at them for a while and she kind of like cocks her head like she's trying to see them from different angles. Well, the dungeon warns us of imprisonments, not just in castle walls, but within our own minds and fears. Remember that reward comes always with risk and to avoid one is to abandon hope of the other. Strahd clearly sees in you some utility. He has spared you. Your life is perhaps safe for the moment from the vampire, but if your fate crosses into the realm of Mother Night, then beware. Strahd is not the only tyrant in this valley. Okay, okay, that that actually reminds me. Is this, is this like a is this a one question per customer kind of deal, or do I get a follow up? Nope. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can ask. I don't know if she's going to answer you. So uh, this is not the first time we've heard of Mother Night. We were told to seek out a den of wolves uh, in the hills overlooking a mountain lake, and that in that den of wolves there was a powerful force for good that belonged to Mother Night. What is it? Where is it? Who is she? The cards have spoken. Uh, Of course they have. For those of you listening at home, Esmeralda has drawn for Basil the dungeon and the dictator. By the way, I probably should have mentioned that. Um... Both, both not ominous in the slightest. No. She looks up at Borkoro. What would you know? I, I, I do not know. I, I was recently told that I would drown in a swamp, and I really don't want to do that. And so again, she quickly shuffles the cards, and she flips over two more: the broken one and the evoker. What the hell is this? That guy is like screaming on the cards. I, I want nothing to do with your cards. 
and I'm going to stomp away and I'm going to sit on the side of the bridge and look away and just be really, really freaked out. So you don't even want to hear her no, interpret them or anything. I, 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 I'm terrified that if I hear her, that it will come true. All right. So, you know, he can cover his ears, but uh, yeah. I, I think the rest of us would still like to hear your interpretation. Yes, please. Uh, well, even in this domain of dread, there is a place marked by particularly great despair and terrible failure. It is a husk now, but not empty. It is home to an older witchcraft that cannot be tamed. The broken one speaks of trauma, but also of unfinished business. You are wise to fear this place, but to avoid it would leave many questions unanswered. Okay. Sounds fun to me. She looks next to you, Pebble. I have been so troubled by the origins of this woman we've been trying to protect and keep from Strahd. There's so much about her that seems like she doesn't even know. Um, so I want to understand where did Irina come from? Why did people like this this Isaac Strozny and, and Belinsky know who she is without even seeing her? How does this man in the pool know who she is? Esmeralda flips over two more cards, the mists and the shepherd. Um, the fate of your one companion remains a mystery. The cards cannot find her. It is as if she has somehow escaped this realm. Although how or even if such a thing is possible, I cannot divine. Her origins are no less a mystery, but there is a man abandoned by society, a scourge and a drunk. He is no victim by any means, but he bears a burden far too great to be shouldered alone. He has the information you seek, but find him quickly. Those secrets are likely to die with him, and perhaps not long from now. Okay. I think we might know such a man. Is that the Mardikov dad? No, I, th I think it's the, the one we stopped from drowning that child in the lake. <gasps> oh, oh, the brother of Isaac. It's yeah. It's, at this point, Basil now turns on. He's like, "Yeah, that's just kind of run of the mill. What we what we've been up to. You go somewhere. Someone's trying to do something horrible, and we kind of stumble our way through it. In this case, a drunk trying to murder a child. Sounds like a Tuesday. I. What is your life? I don't understand <laughs> you. Uh. <laughs> Esmeralda then turns to Anya. Says, "If you've uh, if you've joined this company, then I would." extend this courtesy to you as well. I really, <sighs> I'm looking for a very particular beastie, something that is going to make me more, more than my brothers. Something that I can sink my little sword into and make my dad proud. All right. So again, quickly shuffles the cards, flips over the tempter and the tax collector. Um. Well, your ambition cuts both ways. It is a great weapon to be used both by and against you. Uh, many have been tempted into this fell valley with the promise of greatness. You might learn much about the darkness that haunts this land from those who dwell here, but be judicious. There is as prodigious evil walking cobblestones by day as far as four by night, and they will see you for who you truly are before you see them. That doesn't sound very fun at all. Welcome to Barovia. <laughs> I'm going to be off on my own business, Esmeralda says, but um, 
again, hopefully we will see each other with with good tidings. She points to a a footpath that cuts through the the woods and says, "If you were to take this path, you would find where I'm making my camp." Although I don't expect to be back there for a few days yet. Okay. I will allow me to uh, make a quick note of that, and Basil's going to whip out his map and try to update it. All right. I just uh, I don't. I'm trying to do my best to take stock of everything here. The last thing I want is to get lost in this hellscape. So Esmeralda continues heading east, but you'll remember, Basil at least will remember, that it's at this crossroads that there is the path that heads towards where the winery is located, which I believe you decided you were going? Yep. Okay. So yeah, so so three of you at least know this road. You've taken it before. The, the sort of wide dirt track that is the Squalish Road quickly gives way to a much a much rougher and less traveled footpath through the lower hills and the, the dense forest below Mount Gacchus. Um, can I get a marching order? You guys are going to have to take this path in single file. Um, I, I would be happy to lead the way. I'm the biggest of us now that Cork is gone, so... You're also an archer though oh right yeah no never mind i'll be way in the back <laughs> look if you want to be up front then be my guest should we go in height order? oh not the girl scout rules <laughs> <laughs> that's this is traumatic now i didn't realize this would be replaying through like adolescent wounds <laughs> all right, all right. Ba- basil basil will volunteer to, to go first Okay. As, as, the, as, the, as the guy in the heaviest Okay, I'll, I'll go behind Basil. So we have Basil, Pebble. Then Anya. Anya and then Vorkoro. Do not worry, little child, not child. I shall watch over you with my arrows. So then I'm going to need Basil to give me some kind of, uh, what should we call this? Give me some kind of intelligence-based check. Uh, investigation? Yeah, why not? Can I help him by pointing out everything on the road that I see? Are you going to do that? <laughs> yeah. Going to be mostly trees. Yeah. Okay. I spy with my little eyes something green. I see a mysterious twig over there. All right. Um, all right. So am I, am I rolling at advantage? Well, why not? I take, yeah. man, this is, it's, we're, we're, we're playing I spy. Is, is that helping or not? If you don't want me to help, I won't help. It's fine. No, I mean, I'll, I'll take any help I can get. Um, so that's a 22 on investigation. That's a 22 on investigation. So with Pebble's help, um, you do notice that at a certain point, sort of off, you know, somewhere between five and 10 feet from the footpath, Pebble is able to point out a scarecrow that definitely was not there the last two times you traveled along this path. It's sackcloth eyes and rictus are right with malevolence, and its gut is stuffed with dead ravens. Ooh. It has long rusted knives for claws. I spy with my little eyes something with malevolence right over there. Yeah, I think ba- Basil stops short, probably causes everyone to bump into him. Ha ha. Oh. So, uh, two, two possibilities. Uh, there's a monster up ahead, and we're going to have to kill a scarecrow. That's possibility number one. Possibility number two, seeing as it's stuffed with dead crows, is all of our friends are dead. Oh no, that doesn't sound very helpful now, does it? Uh, so how, how far away are we from this thing now? Maybe about a little more than five feet. 
Okay, so I think Basil's gonna like let's let's back up a few steps. Okay, Basil, could you go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw? Uh, I don't want to, but I will. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. Ooh, not good. Not good. That's a five. That's a five. Excellent. Basil, you are capital F frightened as the scarecrow clumsily dismounts from the pole it's hooked up to and begins lurching towards you. You also see two other lurching forms coming out of the mist behind it. Everyone's going to have to go ahead and roll initiative. Okay. You know, out of the two options that I propose so far, this seems like the better one, but it doesn't make it good. Well, so as three creepy scarecrows with knife claws and stuffed with dead birds start staggering towards you out of the forest, Anya is going to get the first uh, the first chance to attack. <laughs> Uh, Anya is very excited about this, by the way. She is just absolutely tweaking right now. <laughs> like, of that we're all just like, oh, fuck, our friends might be dead, and now there's more monsters, we're gonna die, and Anya is just yeah, like She's like, knuckles. this is what I was waiting for. Okay. Um, so I have a rapier. Okay. 21. That will hit. Whee! Woo! And then she does that and she goes, ha ha! <laughs> uh, 12. And that, that downs it, right? It's immediately dead. It explodes in a puff of feathers. No, you just sort of, uh, it's actually rather anticlimactic. And it's then gonna lunge at Anya with its long, ah! rusty blade claws. That's the first claw attack. That is a 19 to hit. So that is going to be one, just Freddy Krueger slash for seven slashing damage. And I'm gonna need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh man, I'm pretty sure, oh no. Wait, was, is my wisdom bad? I'm pretty sure I'm like dumb as hell, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nine, shit. Hey, better than I did. Oh wait, so I do have, okay wait, I have, <laughs> uh, apparently I'm against being frightened. I think it's a racial trait. Like advantage? Then give me another another roll. Okay. 12! <laughs> yeah! Okay, congratulations, you are not frightened. <laughs> <laughs> Second scarecrow lunges at Basil, who is already frightened, but that's a separate issue. <laughs> and he's actually able to get two claw attacks in on you. So the first one is going to be for five slashing damage. Don't love that. Second for six slashing damage. And because Vorkoro is hiding in the back, I guess the next one is coming for Pebble. All right, come at me. So that's plus three. So that's actually two misses. Lucky you. All right. It's an armor. It is then Pebble's turn. All right. I am going to send a quick prayer up to Umberly, apologize in advance for what I'm about to do and uh, cast a Scorching Ray. Um, and I'm going to hurl one each of three rays at each Scarecrow, because there's three of them, right? Yep. Okay, let's get them. It's a second level Scorching Ray. That is a 23 to hit. That hits. All right. 
and each will take 10 fire damage. Okay. That, um, wow, that, that really, that packed a wallop. Uh, how is this thing looking after Pebbles' attack? Well, there's, there's three of them, and they're all in pretty bad shape, but these are, are clearly, you know, not, not organic beings. These are, these things are driven by some kind of dark magic, and it looks like they're just going to keep attacking until, until they're completely all right. down. All right, it's time to unleash some magical arrows. Uh, I'm gonna use Action Surge, so I can attack three times, uh, and I am gonna... I am gonna try to do one arrow per each of these things. And... Yeah, let's whip out Sharpshooter. 16 damage. That's a magical arrow? Yeah, they're all magical because of, uh, Frosty's, uh, spell. Right, so then the first basically just sort of explodes in a burst of, of uh, sparks and black feathers. Ooh, look at that. Okay. All right. One down, two to go. Second one. Oh, that sucks. That is a critical fail on the second roll. Up into the mist. And third is... Ah, that one is 18. Hits. Okay, and that is going to do 20 damage. 20 damage again another scarecrow virtually explodes with the last of black feathers and rips sackcloth luckily for basil one scarecrow of whom he was frightened is now down hell yeah not that basil's ever not frightened but <laughs> it's your turn what you gonna do i guess if i well since i'm allowed to move forward i'm gonna run up and try to thunder gauntlet this guy awesome let's go that is a 22 to hit that will hit love to hear that um, which is going to be nine thunder damage. Nine thunder damage. Unfortunately, he is still up. That's okay. We got a whole nother swing. Oh, boy. Um, not as great a roll on this one. Fifteen. Still hits. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, ooh, that's max damage. So that is twelve. And with a rumble of thunder, the scarecrow is torn asunder. Yay! You guys did it. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, like yeah, Basil's just kind of like standing there, like still mid punch with his fist where the scarecrow used to be, just looking back to be like, "Is any is like people saw that right? That was that looked cool, especially especially the the new do guy." Do I need to roll to do a flip, <laughs> or can I just do a little flip? I think if nobody's stopping you, you can just do a flip. Do a flip. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do a little backhand spring in front of everybody, and I'm like, "Yay!" I think my knees hurt just watching that. But but yeah, it's uh that that scarecrow definitely wasn't there last time you came through. Yeah, do we so taking a, a look at these things, does does it look like there's any evidence of slaughter around them? Like it's have, have they been killing people and or birds? It doesn't look like it. The uh the the bulk of the scarecrow's mass yes was filled out with the corpses of ravens um but some of them some of them may be killed within the last 24 hours some of them are almost completely desiccated someone's been collecting dead birds for a long time to build these suckers ew mountain people maybe it seems like their kind of thing they like to attack us with bugs and stuff yeah, I mean, they did throw like a, a, a literal garrison of stick things at us yep Oh, which reminds me of how we got to talk about about the the staff. 
Oh yeah. Um, continuing south. Uh, yeah. Assuming we're not going to be traumatized by any more dead birds. I don't know about you, but I was not scared at all. What about you, little one? You seemed absolutely fine. I'm never scared. Yeah, just just be like just be like this awesome person, Basil. All you have to do is be better. Fear is nothing to be ashamed of. It is a useful survival tool. Basil, you know what my dad told me when I was a wee one? And it'll help you too. If you're ever just scared, stop. I think I'm starting to understand why you're the way that you are. It's a good idea. Fear is the mind killer, Basil. Okay? You just let it pass through you. Fear is... What tells you when it's time to run away, which is something we could all do more of in this horrible, horrible place. Fear is when you are following your God properly the way that you should. Where did I go wrong with you? When did you become such a zealot? It's it's disgusting, really. She saved me with her water, and I have to abide, okay? And I just cast... A fire, and I feel like I didn't even need to. You must have been really thirsty. I would completely disagree. I would, Basil, you would back me up on this. She absolutely needed to get fire, yes? Uh, well, I, I hate to agree with Vorkoro, but he is for once correct. Yeah, no, and it was awesome. You will back me up on this, right, little one? It was awesome. The damage you did with that fire, you are. You are denying who you truly are, and you should never do that ever. Because I'm just, I'm just pouring water on my own head. <laughs> Does she do that a lot? Uh, more and more lately. She's she's going crazy. She's kind of going through her own thing here. Huh. Eventually, you come to a familiar sign, and off beyond the tree edge on the far side, you see the familiar sight of the winery. Two figures in heavy cloaks are coiling in the vineyard. It looks like. Uh, I think we uh, announce ourselves so he doesn't seem like we're sneaking up on him. As you approach, the closer figure looks up and you see the familiar face of Davian Martikov. Back already! Oh, good. The friendly one. Well, well, what can I do you? Oh, we, um, we we had some business with your sons that we we hoped to discuss. My sons have not yet returned from Velaki. I wasn't expecting to see you for a while yet either. Come to that. Um, already come for what's Owen. I suppose that is your right. So, so what were the terms again? What did we agree? What did we agree? I believe it was that we would escort you to Kresk, and that you decided that the wine that we could salvage would be going there, and it did, so far as I understand. Yes, yes, that's uh, it's all all ship shape. Uh, we just it, it was other business with your sons. Nothing to do with the the delivery of the wine. Well, I'd like to say that we're all far too busy, but as long as the vineyard's unable to produce anything at all, I suppose we're at your disposal. So what would you have us do? Uh, well, it was it was about that. Um, we had heard talk of a place where the mountain folk gather not far from here, uh, a hill of graves that might be of interest to the both of us, given that there is an artifact that we seek out and... Maybe one of your lost gems there as well. So Davian makes a makes a face that suggests that, yeah, he remembers exactly what you're talking about and having this conversation with you, but he was really hoping that you would have forgotten or died before it came up. <laughs> um, 
And then he he gestures for the other for the other figure to come over. And you you recognize this. This is Dag. This is Davian's son-in-law. Um, and he he comes over and he says, "Well, um, Adrian and Elver are still, so far as I know, traveling to Velaki with what remains of the wine. I assume they'll want to stay there to visit with with Erwin and the family there. So I'll take you as far as I can. I will show you where this place is that you're looking for. But that's that's quite literally all I'll do." Oh, that's all we ask. We don't, we wouldn't want to put you in any more danger than is necessary. What's well, nice? I do worry that things are getting worse. But you've you've traveled far further abroad in the Swalich woods than I have any time very recently. You would you would know better than I the conditions. Uh, yeah, about that. Um, have you seen maybe some terrifying scarecrows stuffed with dead birds? So we're back to this. Are we? Back to what? Well, when last you were here, we told you of the uh, what had happened here at the winery, that it was it was attacked and overtaken by, by mountain folk. Right, and we, we drove them off. Yes, except for you had with you a tame mountain man who no longer seems to be traveling with you, or that uh or that woman. Uh yeah, we've done a slight reconfiguration of our traveling party. At least one of them was trying to betray us. Oh. And was this because of the Scarecrows? Uh, no, the Scarecrow is a recent development. It's it's not, in fact. One night a few weeks ago, they were stuffed with raven feathers. And from from the look on his face, you can tell that, that he, he has taken this last detail very personally. Mm. But after that happened, nobody wanted to talk about it again. Um... Perhaps the wild men were ordeal enough, but everyone seemed to want to consider it a bad dream. So you don't think that the scarecrows are controlled by the mountain men? Oh, definitely not. But it um I know that Adrian and Elver told you all about the swamp. Oh, uh, yes, we have heard of the swamp. The scarecrows put me more in mind of the stories about that swamp than the mountain. Right. Who uh, that's, that swamp is on our list of things to deal with, but fortunately we have more pressing concerns. Well, I'm to take you to this hill. If you would be so kind. Well then, then I suppose we had better go, and he starts just bushwhacking his way dead into the misty forest. Keep up! Only good things happen in the misty forest of Morovia. So you have him traveling with you for guiding you for about maybe two hours. And oh boy. Okay. Oh, wow. That's what you love to hear from your DM. Yeah, especially a DM with access to a random encounter table. <laughs> Let's see what we're getting into. that action surge. If you if you didn't, I was probably going to use a spell. So, you know, we'd be down to resource anyways. Um, following Dag, uh, comes what you catch a whiff of pipe smoke in the cold air and you hear laughter through the fog to the west. You see a couple of figures just, just kind of standing around. Um, Dag is very interested in them and he just looks over there and he's like, oh, we don't, we don't usually see Vistani in this part of the valley. That's interesting. Interesting. Good or interesting bad? Of course it is not good. 
it's neither good nor bad. I mean, it's sometimes we have Vistani coming through from from the West, but rarely. We don't often actually do business with them. They like to come and go and and bring their own wine. You know, it's it's considered exotic by the other folk here. They like to try to sell that. They're not really our customers. So should we avoid them or should we see what they're doing here? Up to you. I I don't want to leave an unknown in these woods for your family. Not nearly so worried about them as I as I am those other things. Like I said, the the Vistani are more than happy to leave us alone, and we're more than happy to let them. Uh, it's just it's just strange to see them here, but they've got their own customs. Maybe we should learn what drew them here, in case there's something else we should be aware of. Or does anyone else think we should just, you know, let sleeping dogs lie here? I, I like the one where we let the dogs uh, continue to stay rested. I disagree. I think we should talk to them. Yeah, but you're crazy. Anya? Do you think they like singing? I, actually, yeah. Uh, from what we know about the Vistani, they do quite enjoy singing. Yeah, but I don't know if they like singing with, with not their, their friends. I think everybody's a friend when you sing them a song. <laughs> you know, I think you're... Charisma is a is a refreshing change. So you're you're either going to dramatically transform this landscape of people, or it's going to have an upsetting effect on you. I, for one, am curious to see how this goes. Let's I've introduce. I've never been upset in my life. I somehow believe that. I absolutely believe that. <laughs> I say we introduce Anya to her fellow uh, enjoyers of folk songs. All right then. <laughs> so as you move your way through the forest, um, again you get a better you get a better glimpse of them. There are three, two men, one woman, who are just they've made themselves sort of a little camp. They're clearly uh, travelers. They've all got fairly large packs with all kinds of blankets and gear strapped to them, and they've taken a moment to just sit down on a fallen tree where they're enjoying. They're they're just sort of enjoying some pipe tobacco. And uh, as you as you sort of come up through the mists, they just sort of look up at you expectantly. Uh, hello. Uh, we don't mean to bother you. We're just passing through. Thought we'd make ourselves. Let me known. handle this one, tall one. Shh. Hello, friends. How you cutting? What you smoking there? Oh, just just ditch weed. Nothing to find in these parts for a for a long time. Uh, Happy to with you if you have a pipe. Let me check around in my pack and see if I still have my pipe. Um, do I actually have a pipe? No, that'd be sick. I still have my. I should whip out my violin instead. <laughs> Rarely see folks such as all of you around uh, around this this region. I, I, we inquire what you're doing here. I understand your confusion, but they are not a child. They only look like a child. Uh, I yeah, I don't think that's what they were talking about. Um, yeah, we, we've been told that we stand out a little bit. Uh, we are not from Barovia, as you might have guessed, though we've, uh, in, encountered more than a few, uh, Vistani camps and been welcomed there. So we, we you know, we, we hoped we could continue to extend that streak of, uh, friendliness. You didn't have to tell us that you're not from here. That was quite obvious. Um... One wonders, though, it's, uh, uh, what exactly you're trying to do, though, now that you have found yourselves here. Where, in God's name, are you trying to get to? Perhaps we could uh, help you out. We were on our way to visit some uh, 
some mountain folk. We'd heard they had a camp nearby and had in their possession some things that they'd taken from some friends of ours. You're going to Yester Hill. Uh, turn to, to Dag be like, hey, is, is that where we're going? Dag shrugs. I don't know what it's called anything. Uh, potentially? And seeing that you clearly have no idea what you're doing, the, the Vistana smiles broadly and he says, yes, I know Yester Hill. I know Yester Hill very well. I'll happily take you there. Okay, I'm, I, I, I need to insight check. Okay. Miss Vistana. I, just, I, I, don't, I don't like the vibes here. Can I also? Absolutely. Uh, I hope you do better than I did, because I got a 10. I rolled a 20, and I add an 8. Ooh. For those at home, that's a 28. happily take you to Yester Hill. Genuinely happily? He seems excited to do it. Well, but yeah, that could mean he's excited to lead us to our certain deaths. Um. So what what is Yester Hill? How do you know it so well? Oh, it's um, it's uh, it was just it's a famous landmark from from you know earlier times when people first came to this valley. It's a very old place, very very beautiful in its own way. If you were traveling through this valley, I can understand why you would want to see it. And what would your interest in going there be? As as we've said, we are not there for sightseeing. Well, it's just a dangerous forest if you don't quite know your way around. I would happily serve as uh, as your hired guide. I, I'm afraid we're a bit low on funds. I don't know if we have anything to hire a guide, unfortunately. Oh, uh, well then, well, and yes, I suppose, uh, I mean, you're not too far. I suppose then you can make it on your own. Yeah, as soon as you said you don't have a lot of money, he immediately lost a lot of interest in you. <laughs> Do you take payment in song? We're flush. With song at the moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, I said like I, I've got a few of those like electrum coins, but like not, not a whole lot. Yeah, no. Apparently, I'm financially responsible as fuck, literally, because I'm not seeing anywhere where there'd be gold in here. But. <laughs> Sick. I just open my fucking little coin purse. Moths fly out. No, hold on. Just kidding. I have 15 gold pieces. Change this guy's mind? Just 15? That's 15's a lot of gold. Yeah, I slide him like three pieces to start. I'm like... 15? Oh, I plan on finding at least that much just walking through these woods today. I think you you and I have had very different experiences in these woods. Well, I know what to look for. You have a metal detector? <laughs> you have to follow the lights. When the lights come out this evening, I 15 gold. I'm I'm expecting to find a great deal more than that. It's not worth traveling into the uh down to where the mountain folk make their camp just for 15 gold. Not at all. Uh, I could certainly respect that, but that's about all we've got to offer. So best of luck. Enjoy the hill. Thanks. It's been for a long time, he said ominously. I don't think that fellow liked us very much. Yeah, are we are we are we clear of the camp now? Yeah, I mean they're they're certainly not following you. Oh, she'd say that loud as hell right in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> she does not care. Uh yeah, I know I don't I don't think we made the best impression. I think if we had just led with a song, it would have been different. I, I remember a sea shanty now. They weren't <gasps> they weren't all scared out of me. I'd let's hear it. 
Okay, are you ready? Are we walking? I want to be walking. I'll sing it as we walk. Ready? Sing along if you know it. Okay. 99 it's spell spells of healing on the wall. 99 <laughs> spell spells of healing. Take one down, pass it around. 98 spell scrolls of healing on the wall. Oh, and please. I, I, I am begging you <laughs> to stop this immediately. <laughs> Why don't we go even higher? Start at 100. <laughs> we should have started. We should have started at 1,000. Then we'd make it all the way to the mountain. I mean, we'll, 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 re- we'll record and release a single of you just singing all 99 nice in in the gorgeous monotone that i just lilted that in (laughs) something something special for the the patreon subscribers to look forward to it was a genuine (laughs) attempt i won't lie to you is it getting to be dark yet oh yeah we're we're closing in on a it's been a long day closing in on sunset well let's follow the lights and make some money yeah that that seems like terrible advice to me I don't think I trust that man one bit. I mean, he seemed pretty confident. Continuing to follow Dag as he bushwhacks a trail through the forest. The trail through the thick woods leads to a hill covered with dead grass and carns of black rock. Dark, ominous clouds gather high above and a single bolt of lightning strikes the hilltop. West of the hill, the land, the woods, the sky vanish behind a towering wall of fog. Huh. Uh, so uh, Dag is, I, I assume this is our hill of graves. Yeah. Um, bye. I do not believe you need to do that. What? Why the deal was I like, take you to the hill. Enjoy yourselves. Oh, yeah, no, I, we, we're not going to force you to stay. I just, are you okay getting back by yourself? I have it under control. Thank you for your concern. Okay. And he's gone. Wow, that was sounded kind of condescending, didn't didn't it? It definitely did. But what you asked was kind of condescending. He took I, us here. I, it's I don't know. It's getting dark out now. I just yeah. No, I'm just kidding. You're you're concerned. It was like a you get home kind of thing. It was yeah, nice. I was like I don't know. I was gonna be like I don't know, man. Like is do you want like do you want one of our weapons? Just like just do. You, feel a little more comfortable walking back i don't know if you trust those vistata at all just or just what any number of scarecrow monster horrible things in the woods like yeah like t- take the spear yeah he, he knew what he was doing apparently this, this is what i get for trying to be nice to anyone in this horrible place so i'm i'm going to ask the question will we be running up that road will we be running up that hill definitely won't be running up a building yeah i don't no buildings in sight I, yeah, no, I, I, that wasn't even... See, Pebble, I feel like your brain is somewhere else. If I could only ask your god to, like, switch our places, I feel like I could get a better understanding. You know, that would be really helpful, I think. All right, what what are we doing here? Like, I guess let's go. Are we? Do we start knocking over graves? Like, what? Uh, I say we try to take a stealthy approach. Uh, I'm going to instinctively look at the much shorter, uh, when need be, much quieter person with us. I'm, I'm currently, I'm not even, at this point, I'm just like plucking the viola. I'm just <laughs> literally just sitting here like, ping, 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 ping. Like, not paying attention. And I look up at you and I'm like, what? 
Um, Anya, how would you feel about doing a little scouting ahead? Oh, are you going to do the old one, two, three on me? Uh, do you know what that means? I don't know what that means, but pro- I don't think so. Probably not. You know, the one, two, three. You say one, two, three, and then I go ahead, and then you turn around, and then I turn around, and then you're gone. Oh, no, 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 that, no, 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 no. Has we that would, happened to you? We would never how, do that. How many times has that happened to you that you've named it? How many brothers do you have, Basil? Uh, I was an only child. That explains it. Of course you were. That explains a lot, yeah. That explains it. Yeah. I don't like the the vibes I'm getting from you all here. All right, I think I can do that. Do I need to roll for something? You're just heading up the hill? Okay, cool. No, yeah. uh, There are two trails that run along in two concentric rings of carns that encircle the hillside. Ugh. Is this a fucking pet cemetery? There's more stonework up at the top of the hill. Okay. Um, there's more stone at the top, like stonework at the top of the hill is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. I, I, so a carn, I'm assuming, is a like a burial mound kind of thing? Yeah, it's a pile of rocks. Hmm. Oh, man. I was going to see, see if I could do like a perception check, but I'm a fucking idiot. This <laughs> is <laughs> This is gonna be very useless. Um, I guess. Yeah, can I do like um a perception check to see if there's anything of significance up here that like could be worth like calling back and like explaining to the group? As you move further along, you see that at the top of the hill, there's a wide ring of black boulders and smaller rocks that collectively form a makeshift wall. Um sort of enclosing a circular area. Lightning strikes the edge of the ring of stone from time to time, illuminating a ghastly 50-foot-tall statue made of tightly woven twigs and packed with black earth. The statue resembles a towering cloaked man with fangs. Dang. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to like call back to them. Oi, get up here. There's a very pointy man statue. I guess the coast is clear. Yeah, let's let's head up. I I will still bring up the rear, maybe, you know, just in case I need to shoot anything. I'll go in front. I'm feeling brave. So yeah, there's a path that heads straight up to the top of the mountain. And yeah, at the top, there's the ring of stone. Um, it's fairly rough and uneven. At some points, it's as high as 10 feet tall, at others as short as five, but encircling a field of dead grass. And yeah, it's sort of standing in this area, in this enclosure, is a 50-foot-high wicker statue that's oddly familiar to three of you. Yeah, I, I wonder who this could be of. Um, okay, so can I investigate this this statue? See, oh, oh no, there's a map up coming up here. That's never a good sign. Oh, you don't know what you like. Um, I guess first, before doing a serious investigation, a, a quick perception check to see if I can suss out any mountain men hiding in the crevices that are waiting to jump out at us. Uh, I, I, I got a two on the die, so I don't think I'm gonna get any useful information from that. Uh, nope. Uh, okay, so as far as Basil's concerned, coast is clear. Uh, let's let's inspect this can I, can wicker I, vampire. Can I do a perception roll in before we move forward? Just just saying. Oh motherfucker! Four. Never mind. 
I don't know why I even tried. Okay, I'll also I'll also scan the scene. <laughs> when are we gonna learn that we should just let Camille do these rolls? Well, I rolled a hot little three, so Never that's mind. an eleven. The coast looks alarmingly clear. <laughs> with, a, with a little pep in his step, Basil steps up to the wicker man. So yeah, it's again, it's it's a it's impressive. It's a fifty foot tall woven statue of apparently Strad von Zarovich, and it's been sort of the hollows of it have been packed and filled with wet earth and mud, and the whole thing's a little bit slimy. Looking at it closely, you also see that there are roots sprouting from the ground around its base and sort of entangled with the lower down portions of the statue. That's interesting. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) Basil's kind of inspecting these roots. It's like, it almost feels like this thing is connected here. It's not just some kind of effigy. What are you saying it is connected to? I don't know. Should give it a whack, Basil. Uh, no, I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, can I can I make an investigation roll and see if I can, are there any like kind of like offerings around it or like any like compartments or sure. I don't know. Any, any, anything unusual in addition to the strangeness of the entire fucking thing. Uh, oh, that's a much better roll. Um, that is, he said, stalling and pulling up his sheet. Twenty-six. You're you're examining the statue itself. Yeah, I guess the the statue and like just the the immediate surrounding area to it. The immediate surrounding area. Um, sorry, just give me a second. Sure. Take take a few of them if you need it. <laughs> this statue reminds me of a story of a um an effigy much like this one the, there was an island of people and every year they burned this effigy which was obviously very good but usually they would put people inside they would invite them to the island and put them inside and then burn them so i'm, I'm waiting for you to say which is obviously very bad i mean yes yes I'm, you know you you pay respect to the fire gods. I get it, I get it, but I'm not going to go just burning people willy-nilly. Yeah, as as concerning as that is, Vokoro, I... You want me to light this on fire? No, oh god, no, 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 no. no. no that's I'm, I'm not. I, I'm saying I think I might have found something. I like your idea, Vokoro. That sounds quite lovely, actually. Don't encourage the fire. For so many reasons, don't encourage the fire. I'm really starting to think she might be a bad influence here. One, Umberly will be mad. Two, everyone else will be mad. But what if they'll be happy that they saw something mm. so exciting? Yes, yes, what if? More importantly, I found something. What uh, did you find? Basil points out several patches of loose earth scattered around the field that looks like things have been buried there. That is what I saw also. Buried, not unburied, right? Not like things came out of the graves, correct? Uh, that I that I couldn't say, but I, I think they warrant further investigation. Yeah, can I walk up to one of the patches and, and investigate? Hang on, hang on. I, I, I don't know if we should go digging up any graves here. Well, I don't want to dig quite yet. I just wanted to take a closer look. I, I think we should start digging. I we. Oh. We're here. We're here to find a magic rock and a 
an artifact about Strahd. These are our best leads but so far. We keep running into vampires, and vampires are in graves. I'm just saying we're sort of asking for it at this point. If we find a coffin, we won't open it. Deal? Yeah. Deal. All right. How, how big are these patches of loose earth? Is it, is it coffin-sized, or is it like something small and shiny was buried there? Um, Closer to a coffin. <laughs> in dimensions. It's Wonderful. certainly not like even. It's just sort of dead, bristly grass, but every now and then there's just sort of a, a chunk of just sort of loose, muddy earth. So, so I'm sorry, what was the verdict? Is Pebble going to investigate such a one? I, I, I remember something from the the card reading that brought us here in the first place which is that there's an evil tree that grows here is that the root situation that is an excellent call i i can think of a no more evil tree than the rooted statue of the vampire overlord yeah okay so now that I've made that known, yes, I would like to go look at the loose earth. All right. So, yeah, so you approach the nearest such patch. As you do, a few things kind of all happen at once. You notice in this aperture in the wall, see right here, presumably yeah. came through, that space is now eclipsed by something standing there. See a familiar cloaked rider atop a massive black horse. Even as that happens, you become aware that before you've even touched anything, the loose earth near you has started shifting and roiling until a giant arm wrapped in knotted muscles and bare except for a thick layer of dirt and grime has come thrusting out from underneath. The rest of you guys become aware that elsewhere around the field, the ground is shifting as giant hulking figures start crawling up from these makeshift graves. I gotta drop a whole bunch of these guys, so you all might as well go ahead and roll initiative. Oh no! Okay. Yeehaw. So each of the little things is an arm coming out? No, they're like whole fellas. Oh, whole fellas. Okay. Now you said hulking thing, like more than a zombie. Like, we've seen zombies before. Honestly, it looks like they don't seem undead. They seem to be the mount, like the mountain. Oh, folk. what the hell? Blimey. Great. Meg, hope, you, hope you've enjoyed your time on the show. We're all going to die. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, let's, let's, let's put some tokens on the board here, huh? Yeah, I suppose. So you said we're, we're by number one here because we're at the... Um, so I'm going to insist that Pebble, yes, be by red one. I'm by the red one. Okay, cool. Yeah, ba Basil was over there too, so I've sh I'll put myself in immediate danger. Like you do. Like I look, I fearful as I am, I am the party tank, and it is it is my lot in life. All right. So as things pick up, the ground starts to shift, and these uh, mountain folk start crawling up out of these these false graves. Many of them are huge, hulking warriors with stone bladed axes, but. Scattered in among them are also smaller figures who start chanting in this, this guttural, almost otherworldly language. Oh, I love this. Very comforting. Anya. Oh boy. So I've got a dude in front of me. Let me... 13. 
Yes, you just managed to, to work it between two folds in, in the hide that he's wearing. <laughs> okay. So D8 first plus five. So that was six. And then the 3D6, right? Yes. Two? How? You're rolling three dice. The minimum so is three. I'm so confused. I know. I clicked the wrong thing. Okay, wait. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, I figured it out. It's 3d6, seven. Yeah. Okay. One, one, and five. Okay. Wait a minute. He was not expecting that. Pebble, you're up. All right. I'm going to start this off by giving my friends a little bit of help. So I am going to cast a third level aid uh, to give everyone in my group, except me, uh, an increase of your HP maximum by 10 and an increase of your current hit points by 10. Love that. And is that going to be your turn? That is my turn. Okay. So yes, some of these guys seem to be pulling away from you. But yeah, they continue chanting. And then that one standing right in front of... So number one is standing right in front of you, Pebble. Uh-huh. So yeah, he just raises his giant stone-bladed axe high up over his head and brings it crashing down for an attack of 14, which I'm pretty sure misses. Yeah, can I... Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that does miss. Let's see, though, if number two can get to you in time. Oh, yeah, damn. Okay, so another one of them comes running up to you and attempts to do the same. And that's okay, so that's a little bit better. That's a 17 to hit, which I believe does. That does, but I'm going to warding flare him to impose disadvantage, as long as he can be blinded, um, to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. Okay, so then that changes the attack roll to a 14. So yes, so okay. he misses. And number three, where's number three? Number three is going to dash just to get in line with you, but not actually properly engaged just yet. Or Koro, you are up. All right. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything special I can do. I think just, yeah, I don't see anything else doing. All right. I see no point in never not using sharpshooter. So, all right. First shot, I'm shooting for um, number one. 16. Does that hit? Yep. Excellent. 18 damage. Still up? Oh, yeah. Shooting them again. Does a 13 hit or miss? 13 does hit. Oh, shit. Yes. Yeah, they're just wearing hide. Fuck these guys. And that's 15 to hit. 15 damage? I mean, I'm sorry, 15 damage, yeah. Okay. Before you ask, yeah, he's still up. He's just now got two eyes <laughs> sticking out of him, and he is pissed. <laughs> Three is going to fall back. Number four. Oh, number four is right there with Anya and he. So again, down comes that axe for a 20, even 20 to hit. Oh. So that's going to get you for 12 slashing damage. Ouch. Crashing down in your little halfling body. Oh, that's not great. Does a 16 hit? Oh my god, I'm getting real close to being fucking not alive. So it's going to get you for another 6 slashing. Holy shit. And then Basil. Yeah. Oh shit, okay. So the, the the two guys next to me, one's the one that's been hit a few times. Yeah, one's got two arrows sticking out of him, but it seems to have just pissed him off. Lovely. Um, okay, I am going to punch number one. Okay. Try to fire up the thunder gauntlet. Uh, and so that's 19 to hit. That hits. 
Cool. Uh, so that's 10, th uh, yeah, 10 thunder damage. Okay. Uh, so better quick jab, but he's going to turn around and try to slug number two in the face. Um, I didn't roll great on that one. That's a 12. That misses. Okay. Um, so I am going to move away. Is that going to be uh, an attack of opportunity? It will not, because I'm annoying and have the mobile feet. Right. Right, you. you. <laughs> okay, and I'm going to move a whole lot and try to get closer over to Anya to help her out. I need yeah, it. Right? I need help. And uh, just a reminder, the one that I did successfully hit, my gauntlet starts flashing with magical light that distracts him. And if he tries to attack anyone but me, he's at disadvantage. All right. Oh, I also, I want to use a, my, just before I end my turn, I want to use a bonus action to give myself a little bit of temporary HP. Just get a little magical force field going. Sounds good. All right. Okay, so the, the guys immediately surrounding us are the mountain men that came out of the ground for the most part. Mm -hmm. And the the outer ring of enemies are what again? They're the chanters. The chanters. Yeah. Who knows? Right. Yeah, that seems bad that they're chanting. I don't. I don't like that. Anyways, that's that's. I'll shut up. It's not my turn. Um, Anya. Yes. You're up. Okay. So, I think I also have. What other weapon do I have? I have a short bow, but that's like pointless. I think. Yeah, I think your 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 best bet's your. Right beer. Yeah. Okay. So, so eighteen. To to hit. Yeah. Four or five. I am attacking. Oh, five is real close. Okay. So yeah. 12. 12 damage. Okay. He seems unimpressed. Oh man. Pebble. Okay. I am going to number one bonus action healing word Anya. Cool. Thank you. So I'm going to throw her. Oh God. What a horrible roll. Eight HP. Oh wait. I, sorry. It was actually 10. I pressed the wrong button. Um, <laughs> Even better. Not that much better, but a little better. Cool. And then for my action, I'm just going to try to swing my mace down at number one that's right in front of me. Okay. So that is a 16 to hit. That hits. That is eight damage. Eight damage to number one. All right. That's my turn. He does not appreciate that, and he's going to bring that right back to you. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, my God, and rolls a one. <laughs> Drops his axe on his foot, loses one hit. What a nerd. <laughs> it's going to be real embarrassing. Oh, and Strahd's right there, you guys. Come on. Step it up. And then number two misses as well. He's getting real grim. Uh, who's the check mark? Joe. Okay, number three is coming for you. So again, with a giant swing of his axe, does a 17 hit? Yeah. Fuck, by one. He hits you for only four slashing damage. And then it is your turn. Oh, wow. Sweet. Well, I'm going to give it right back to this asshole. Nope. Uh, maybe not. It's a nine? Nine misses. Damn it. All right. I guess I'll shoot regular for the second one. Are you kidding me? It's an 11. Nope. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I fucking missed this asshole twice. Um... And I can't move away without getting an up, uh, uh, attack of opportunity, right? Right. Well, I guess I'll just be spamming here. Okay. Fuck. 
Since nobody's stopping them, uh, Berserker number four is going to go after Anya again. Fucking misses. Number five is going to return that blow. That's a 21 to hit. So that's another hit with the axe on Anya for uh, 10 slashing even. Oh. Then it's Basil's turn. Uh, these these axes they're carrying, so they're made of stone, right? Blades are stone, yeah. It was some pretty crude tech, but getting the job done, I guess. Uh, apparently, and uh, notably not heat metalable. All right, so since I can't really be using heat metal, where it's fire up the second level spell slots in a different way, and I'm going to hit number one and two with a shatter. Okay. So, fires up the gauntlet, takes aim, and just a big old sonic pulse goes at him. Uh, and they need a con save. Con save. Okay, so for number one, that's going to be 11. And for number two, that's going to be 16. Ooh. Um, okay. You make 11 fails. 11 definitely fails. I'm sh- yeah, 16 passes, unfortunately. These guys, uh, they're they're people, right? They're not uh, inorganic material such as stone, crystal, or metal. They they are not, despite the fact that they were apparently just napping underground. They are just like the other mountain men you've encountered. Yeah, uh, makes sense. Uh, okay, so ooh, okay, all right, solid roll. So fifteen points of damage to the one that failed. Well, he is in bad shape. And seven to the other one. He's pissed. Um, and I am going to continue running over towards Anya. Okay. Um, and I want to try to get in between numbers four and five to A, give her sneak attack capabilities again, and B, draw some of their attention. All right. The chanting continues. Uh, six is going to run up on Pebble. I'm really feeling like we need to do something about this chanting. I agree. We Mrs. Pebble. Anya. All right. Okay. I know I can also hide. I think I can like go through someone if they're taller than me. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, do I also get that uh, sneak attack advantage if I like like go behind someone? Like if I like you, you get sneak attack because oh, I'm cool, over cool, here. Cool. As long as like. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to do this one's to attack number five again. Cause again, he's like super close to me, I guess. Oh, this is not going to look that great. So D20 roll was 10. That's enough to hit him. That's an 18. You got this. Oh, all right. And then D8, nine, and then the, the 3D6, five. So 14 in total. Um, Pebble. I am going to, again, apologetically sigh and cast a third level Flaming Sphere, which I would like to, I think I have, am I, would you say I'm within 60 feet of the, of Blue One, one of the chanters? Um, 60 feet? Yeah. Uh, I don't think you 30, are. 35, 40, 45, 50, 55. Oh, I'm literally like, it's like 70 feet. Dang it. Okay. I'm still doing it. I'm going to cast Flaming Sphere. Okay. And I'll cast it just like a little bit far away from me. And I'm just going to ram it towards me 
into number one and then leave it stationary in that little five foot square between one and two. Okay, what happens to Berserker number one? Um, okay, so they need to make a dexterity saving throw, uh, a, a DC 16. 21. Nat 20. Dang it. Okay, they're going to take half damage. Okay. And the damage is going to be, so four, it's eight, half to four fire damage. Okay. And then I will leave the flaming sphere in that square. I can note it on the map. And if any creature ends their turn within five feet, then um, they will also take that same damage uh, after a saving throw. Okay, well, the good news is that even passing that saving throw, that was enough to take out Berserker number one. Wow! That massive muddy muscle falls to the ground inert. I think that might be enough to start pissing off some of the chanters, though. Because I assume the chanters were already pissed. Yeah, but more so, if you could imagine that. <laughs> um, and yeah, Berserker number two is definitely going to then step out of the range of that flaming sphere and just attack you from a different angle. Fantastic. They're not creative, but they are effective. Lucky for you, I'm pretty sure that a 12 doesn't hit. It does not. So this is this turned into a bit of a route. Number three is number three is engaged with Rokoro, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I'm not happy about that. Does an 18 hit? Yes. Okay, so that's another seven slashing damage to you, and then it is your turn. All right, I gotta get the fucker off me. Let's do this. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. No! Fuck! The 11 again. I got 11 again. Sorry. Come on. 13 hits, right? That does hit, yes. Gonna do 10 damage. Okay. I'm 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 gonna get away from this fucker. Could you move me thirty feet away from number three? I know he'll attack. He doesn't. He gets you for another thirteen slashing. Oh <sighs> mother of pearl! Zerkinabor is coming for Basil. He can fucking try. Well, with the twenty-one to hit, uh, he can fucking succeed. I'm assuming that he also he gets you for the thirteen slashing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he does. Number five is going for the little halfling who just fucked him up. Uh, and he completely whiffs. And then we're at Basil. All right. Uh, let's let's do the Basil special here, uh, which is going to be one Thunder Gauntlet punch on either of them. Okay. So starting with... Num- uh, who looks weaker, actually? Um, out of four or five. Who, who, who have we beat up more? Definitely five. Uh, let's start with five. Okay. Uh, that's going to hit. That's a 21. Yep. Uh, for eight thunder damage. Thunder damage. Does he? Does he look like? Is he looking wobbly? Oh yeah. One one more of those might do it. Or I I doubt just one more, but he's definitely taking a taking a beating. All right, we'll we'll go for number four then. Okay. Uh, also a twenty-one. Okay. Uh, for seven thunder damage. Seven thunder damage. Once again, big blinking magic light. So if they try to hit on you, they're at disadvantage. Okay. Uh, and let's give myself some temp HP again. Okay. Okay. Six is going to fall over Koro as he peels off, but that is going to give Pebble oh. an attack of opportunity. All right. I will. Okay. I don't know the stats of the spear. 
staff. Um, like a mace or something? Yeah, I have a mace. Um, so I'm just going to hit with the mace. Uh, that's a 21 to hit. 21 to hit. That definitely hits. That is an absolutely whopping three damage. Okay. Hey, not nothing. <laughs> As they say. All right. Borkoro is going to take another six slashing damage. Get away from these fuckers. And the chanting continues, and we're back to Anya. All right. I'm still just going to keep hacking away at number five, because he's just right there. Uh, the mental image of just like a three-foot person. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's go. You got this. I can do it. All right. Stick him with the pointy end. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> All right, so 24. So that's definitely going to hit him. Yep. Cool. Love that for me. All right. And then six. Basil, you've moved on, right? You're not anywhere near me. Oh, no, you're I'm still right there. I'm still, I'm still oh, cool, here with cool. you. So then I can yep. still do the sneak attack, right? Yeah. Cool. Fantastic. Amazing. I love that. Okay. 11. 11 total? Uh, six and 11. So that's... 16. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's in a bad way. Yeah. Pebble. Awesome. Okay. Now I will ram my sphere into number six. Okay. So it's another uh, deck save. You see 16. That is a fail. All right. Hell yeah. All right. 3d6. That is 10 damage. Okay. Ooh, he was not expecting that. But you see Basil just kind of like poking his head out of the side of the giant man in between all of them. He's like, I, we're very fucked here, but I still want to say I'm proud of you for using fire. It's not fun. It is for us. <laughs> all right. Um... Three, however, is going to move up to engage you directly, Pebble. Okay. Oh, and that is definitely going to hit you. I'm going to warding flare him to impose disadvantage. Uh, unfortunately, the second roll was a critical. Dang. Okay. Well, I tried. Friggin swept you for 15 slashing. Oof. You're getting a second win. Vorkoro. Uh, I guess I'm going to attack number six. Okay. Shooter firing 19. Thank God, 19 hits. All right, come on, number six. Come on. That's 19 damage. Okay. Sorry, I just got to actually calculate that. Okay, wow. Yeah, that was a that was a dead on ball shot. Dead or alive? Oh, no, he's still up, but that really. All right, going again. Going again with sharpshooter. Oh, okay. That is 16 to hit. 16 hits. And that is 21 damage. Okay, he too is in a bad way. <laughs> okay, and I'm going to use my bonus action to activate second win and regain some health. Awesome. All right. Woo. The gang is, is finding their groove here. Now that you said that, we won't. I don't know why you said that. You did not grow up in an Irish household, did you? We are one turn away from, like, whatever this chant is, like, being revealed as, like, a death song, and we're all just going to drop dead, and it's... it's I'm, I'm trying to enjoy the, the wins when they come. Um, Basil, does a 17 hit? It does not. Okay. Dang, that's going to be a whiff for uh, five attacking Anya, too. And then it is Basil's turn. All right. Let's see if we can finish off number five. All right. 
Uh, well, that's a critical failure, so that's not gonna do it. Not quite. Uh, second roll, uh, not much better. That's a three, mm-hmm. which is also not gonna do it. Actually, well, it's, it's what? Actually, it's it's an eleven. I don't know their AC is pretty low. I don't think it's that low. No. Yeah, didn't think so. Right. Um. Yeah, that's well, it's, it's a waste of a turn, but it's all I got. All right. And then number six is still gonna try to get in a hit on Vorkoro. Does a sixteen hit? Uh, sixteen is where like if it meets armor class, does that count? Yeah, it ties win. Oh. Unfortunately, he is profoundly weakened by all the damage he sustained. He only gets you for four. I'll take it. And is that the end of Six's turn? That is the end of Six's turn. Oh, so six. yeah, that flaming sphere is still there. Damn it. Okay. Yep. So he may, does he get a deck save? Yeah, deck save, DC 16. He boofs that one. All right, and that's gonna be a nice 16 damage. That's gonna take Ooh. it down. That is, that is Pebble's second confirmed kill. Woo! By the way, as the chanting continues, though. 10, 15, 20, 20. Pe- Pebble using fire is like Ash Ketchum flipping his hat backwards. <laughs> Okay, Chanter number one is going to, wants to come up and engage Horkoro, but isn't going to be able to make it all the way over there on this one turn. And so we're back to Anya. All right, I'm back at number five. I'm going to kill this dude. That's, <laughs> I'm very focused. I have complete faith in you. Thank you. That was 11. Nope, yeah. sorry. Okay. Pebble. All right, I'm slamming that. A flaming sphere right into number one. Okay, deck save. Yep. Good. We got we got to get rid of these singers. Fourteen. Fourteen is a fail. All right. That is twelve fire damage. Okay. So yeah, now it becomes very apparent that these chanters are not the warriors. There's a reason why you know, but he's he is still up. Okay. Or she or they. There's so much mud. It's <laughs> just so much mud. Um, there is D2. So D2 is also going to try to get in there. The heart we decided was Basil. Heart is Basil. So as you're stuck between these two warriors, that's when you feel the crack of a giant stack come at you. Um, I believe that's... Does a 17, a 17 hits, right? It does not. Damn it. Okay. Well, you would have felt the staff come cracking down on you in a <laughs> world. I feel the light plunk of a staff hitting the back of my heavily armored self. Berserker 1 is dead. Berserker 2 misses Pebble. Berserker 3 gets a critical hit on Pebble. Can I warding flare? Oh, god damn it. I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> so that's warding a flare. That's a fail. Woo! There we go. I feel like warding flaring a critical should at least result in like a normal hit. That doesn't <laughs> seem to edition. be the way that it uh, works. Or Cora. Nice tell their own story. <laughs> yes. You're up. Or are you attacking? All right. No, it's your turn. Cool. What is? What are the blue ones again? They're chanting. They are not warriors, although it looks like they're starting to step up. But they're the ones who are chanting. I'm going to go with blue one just because he's so close to me. Okay. 
stay far away from my my flaming sphere. You have to don't end your turn within five feet because you'll take a lot of damage. Yeah, I, I I'm not going near that red sphere. Awesome. Oh yeah, you're arranged. Also, I feel like Vorkoro's got to be fire resistant, right? He's so true. I, yeah, fire resistant, but I think I can still take damage from it. So yeah. That that being said, I'm just gonna shoot number one because he's getting too close to me. All right, sharpshooter, longbow, firing. <laughs> ah, it's a ten. That misses. Yep. All right, let's just fire regularly for the second one, and that one's a twenty-two. That will definitely hit. And the damage is nine. Okay. Wow, he's in a bad way though. I'll take it. These are not the powerhouses that the warriors are. That's going to be your turn? Yeah, that's it for me for now. Okay. Chanter 3 is going to try to pull that same uh, staff shit, but on Anya. Oh, no. So that's going to be eight bludgeoning damage to you. Okay. Ouch. All right. Coming after Basil. That's a whiff. Coming after Anya. That's a critical hit. Fuck. Ooh. Anya, no. 14 slashing damage to Anya. 14. Oh, God. oh, I'm dead. Bye-bye. <laughs> As it is your turn. <sighs> okay, well, uh, I'd like to be able to fight, but I, I guess I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on Anya. Okay. Give me one hot second to see what Cure Wounds actually does. Anya, you get 12 health points back. Whee! Back on your feet. Uh, and that's it for me. Six is dead. The chanting continues. Uh, I would prefer if it didn't. Anya? Okay. I am determined to take out number five once and for all. It's going to happen. Uh, 17. Going to hit. There we go. All right. Okay. 12 and 12. That's a solid 24. Ooh. Number which one? Uh, number five. Yeah, he's out. Yay! Anya's just disemboweling this, this guy. <laughs> She's silly. <laughs> I'm picturing her just like, like gleefully, like she was like just down a second ago. But... Yeah, she's she popped right back up. She's like squirrely. A big smile on her face as like blood splatters from her repeated stabs. Yep. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's your turn. Okay, I am going to cast a Scorching Ray. Uh, oh, wow, I really could have been doing so much more. Okay, add two, three, and four. Okay, the Berserkers? Yes. All right. That is going to be a 26 to hit. Damn. And each of them get six damage, fire damage. And then as my bonus action... I want to ram my flaming sphere into number three, Berserker number three. That's a 16 deck save for them. Ooh, that, damn it, no, that's a fail. Okay, and that is 14 damage. Ooh, bad shape. Uh, where is number two? Number two is still right there. I'm gonna try to do that staff nonsense on Basil again. Ooh, and that's a, that's a 19 to hit. Okay, so that does hit. So that's going to get for only for seven magical bludgeoning. Okay, I could take that. And uh, uh, I'd like to retaliate. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to use my radiant weapon. You can do that as a reaction? 
I can use it as a reaction. Uh, immediately after being hit by attack, the, I can expend one charge and cause the attacker to be blinded until the end of the attacker's next turn, unless they succeed on a con save. Okay. 11. Uh, that's a fail. So, yeah, they, they hit and just, like, all of a sudden, instant reaction, big burst of light from the gauntlet, and they're blinded. Okay. B1 is dead. Berserker 2 is going for Pebble. That's a critical fail. Berserker 3 has to move or get hit by the sphere. Is that correct? Correct. Damn. So, does that put him... Okay, so yeah, he's he's just gonna book it. And maybe... Do I get an attack of opportunity? Oh shoot, yeah. Uh, no, he's he's disengaging. Oh okay. He go far enough, so yeah, we can say he disengaged. Um, Borcoro, you are up. Oh, so many choices. Let's go with number three. Okay. Sharpshooter firing my longbow. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, yeah. got a twelve. Sorry. And my arrow goes wild, so I fire again. This time I got a 23. That will definitely hit. And the damage is 9. Okay, definitely not nothing. All right, Chanty is going to try to whip that staff at Anya. It totally biffs it. Attacking Basil misses. B5 is dead. Basil, it is your turn. Okay. Um, the, the guy is blinded. I forget what like the blinded condition does. Do I get advantage to attack him? I think it's just that he would have disadvantage. A blinded creature can't see. Attack rolls against have advantage. Yeah, there you go. Oh hell yeah! All right, so let's let's try to take advantage of this and beat this guy up. Okay. Um. So let's get the extra die for the advantage and. <laughs> oh no. What happened? I rolled two ones. That sucks. Ooh, okay. Right. <laughs> All right. Second attack. Can't literally can't go worse than that. Uh. Okay. Yeah. That's. Oh, I rolled another one. So this dice is going to dice jail. But wow. the the other die was an eighteen. So that one's gonna hit. Okay. So that's ten thunder damage on number two on the the chanter right below me. And the chanter right below you, or in... No, on on the chanter right below me, number two. So you didn't actually hit Berserker number four? No, I didn't hit four. I was I was only I was going after the one that I blinded, number two. Okay. Oh, right. Okay, I get you. Um, and then for the last time, I will pop myself some temporary hit points. Okay. And the chanting continues. Number one is going to step up and try to make a... Attack on Volcoro with his staff. Does a 13 hit? No, it doesn't. And that swing goes wide. Anya. All right. I am going to try to go at uh, number three shanty guy. Okay. All right. Let's see. Oh, nope. Nine. No, no good. Alex, this, this chanting wouldn't happen to be in Celestial or Infernal, would it? Nope. Sorry. Damn. Pebble, you're up. All right. I am going to slam my flaming sphere into chanter number five. Okay. DC 16. Oh, yep. That's a success. That's a 20. So. Okay. They will still take half damage, which is going to be 10 half to five fire damage. Okay. 
And then I will also, because that's a bonus action to slam the sphere, mm-hmm. I will also um, hit number two with my mace. Okay. That is, ugh, that's a 10 to hit. Nope, that's going to miss. Ugh, okay, that's my turn. Okay, so number two is blinded. He's actually going to disengage. Outward. Well, he's working on something. B1, it's dead. B2 is right there to attack Pebble. That's a whiff. Three is right there to attack Vorkoro. And that is a whiff. Damn it. And Vorkoro, you are up. Hey, got a bunch of people near me. Let me go for number three. Okay. I decide to once again unleash my arrows upon them with deadly sharpshooter-like accuracy. And it's 11, so that misses. Keep, uh, keep not doing very well. All right. Yeah, so much for deadly accuracy. And the second one was also at 11. So I, like, did the same thing twice. You know what I probably did? I probably loaded two arrows at once, and I was like, I'll take the boot down. So, sorry about that. Not as easy as Legolas makes it look. Anya, could you get a constitution saving throw? Okay. 21. 21. Okay. So... When the chanter, chanter number three, comes after you and summons a cacophonous thunderclap right in your face, it fends from you. However, you do take six thunder damage as a result. Ouch. Four is right there. Four is going after Basil. Four whiffs. Five is dead. Basil, you're up. Basil just bobbing and weaving out here. The two guys near me and Anya, the barbarian four and chanter number three, how are they looking? Uh, Barbarian 4 is, has taken quite a bit of damage. Alright, well, let's let's try and kill Barbarian 4 here. Okay. That's not a great roll, but it might be enough. It's a 14. That hits. Hell fucking yeah. Uh, not great damage, though. Uh, so 6 thunder damage. Okay. Uh, he's still up, I assume? Yep. And let's take another swing. That's also gonna hit with a 17. Okay. For a little bit better, that's 12 thunder damage. Okay. Yeah, wow, that took a real chunk out of him. Is that your turn? That is my turn. Okay. Chanter number four is going to try to get closer to Pebble, although he's really worried about that flaming sphere. <laughs> Me better be. These mountain men are reminding me of all the things I hated about Cork. Um, oh, and five has to move, doesn't he? Okay, so... I mean, he could just stand in the fire if he wanted to. Good, but that's just not his style. Six is going to is going to move up, however. And okay, chanting continues. You keep reminding us about the chanting, and I don't like it. Yeah, I know. Like it's important or something. Number one is also going to disengage as he continues. I'm sure it is, but they're very hard to kill. Um, Anya. All right, I. I'm going to go for number three again, because I'm pissed as hell that he fucked with me. All right. Let's see. 24. It's... Get his ass. All right. We got we to gotta, we gotta kill some of these chanters yeah. and break up this parish song. Six and 14. So 20 damage. Yeah. Oof, yeah, ooh, he's in bad shape. Uh, Pebble. Okay, I'm going to slam my circle once again. 
my flaming sphere. I'm gonna slam it into two. Okay. So, oh, so seven. All right. That's 11 fire damage. 11 fire damage. Yep. Okay. And then I'm gonna cast Scorching Ray at number four right in front of me. Okay. And I'm gonna throw all three rays at number four. Okay. If I hit, dang it. Oh, 17. <laughs> yeah, that'll hit. I thought I rolled a six, but it was a nine. Um, okay, and this is a second level Scorching Ray, so I've got 2d6 coming at it. That's gonna be 11 fire damage. Okay, is that your turn? Yep, that's my turn. Okay. All three Scorching Rays are only 11 damage? Oh, 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 sorry, that's 33. 30, oh, okay, then he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I completely forgot. I was like, wait, I was like, wait a, wait a second. Yeah, I'm not no, apologies. You guys, I got enough worried about, I'm not doing y'all's homework for you. Um, okay. Berserker 2 is going to disengage to get away from you and your creepy fire. <laughs> 3 is right there. Attacking Vorkoro. That's a miss. Trying to keep it. I know I know we've gone over. I'm trying to keep things moving. I think that uh, that this is all about to bite you in the ass, though, so it's no big deal. <laughs> Great. Four is coming after Castle. That's a whiff. Number 5 is dead. It's, uh, oh, I'm sorry. We skipped Vorkoro. Vorkoro, you're, you're up. Okay. Uh, Gonna go for number three again. I raise my bow. I'm shooting. Sharp shooter. Here we go. And I get. There we go. That's gonna do it. That's a 22. That will hit. All right. Number three gets an arrow for 17. Good 17. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, if they're still up, I'm going at them again. Okay. They are still up. 19 to hit. That'll hit. And here we go. They get uh, only 14. Only 14 doesn't matter. That's enough. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Okay, Chanter 3 is going to disengage. I don't oh, I don't like what they're doing here. Um, Berserker 4 is still right there. Already whipped on Basil. Okay, Basil, you're up. Okay. Um, Chanter 3, who just disengaged. They're looking pretty fucked up, right? Because Meg just walloped them. Yeah, yeah, actually, real bad shape. Okay. Um, I feel like we have not spent anywhere near enough time attacking these chanters, so I'm going to try to see if we can make something happen here. Okay. I'm going to cast a second-level magic missile. Okay. Uh, okay, so the darts all strike simultaneously. That's uh, So I can't just, like, go one at a time. Um, okay. How messed up are they looking? Are they like are they on death's door? Are they just like bloodied? What's what's the vibe from from Chanter Three? Number three could theoretically be felled with one more attack if it was landed well. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna put three darts at number three and one at uh number at the the berserker right next to me. Okay. So uh that's five Seven, uh, ten damage on number three. Out. Not not enough. Nope, he's dead. Oh, okay. Woo. Okay, and then uh, three more force damage at number four. Yeah, that's not as big of a deal. Not as big of a deal, but. Okay, Chanter four is dead. Chanter five is how far is Chanter four? And Chanter 6 is right there. 
the staff. Unfortunately, I don't think that's going to cut it. Does a 17 hit Pebble? Yeah, but I'm going to warning flare. Then you're fine, I suppose. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I wonder how much damage Pebble would have taken without warning flare. A lot. I warding flare to crit. Anya? All right. Um, I'm going to go for Mr. Number Four because he's right in front of my face. Okay. All right, let's see. 15. 15 hits. Nice. All right. Please kill him. I know. All right, 6 and 11. Holy shit. That's exactly as much as he was literally. Yeah. Fucking go. Pebble. On ya. Okay. I'm going to do an around the back uh, flaming sphere. Slam at number six to kind of bookend him. Um, and so that'll be again 11. Save 11. Okay, that will be six fire damage. Okay. And then I will additionally uh, first level guiding bolt him. And that's going to be a 24 to hit. That will hit. And that is. 14 damage to six. Okay. Oof. He just went down real fast. He's still up, but he's that was a lot. Yes. Okay. There we go. Number two. Number two is going to continue to slink away. I don't. I don't want him to. I, 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 why is it, Why is he doing anything? I'm so. I'm so scared of these guys that are just like standing in the corner and chanting shit at us. Yeah, I would be. I, I'm not exactly sure I have any idea why you ignore them for so long. Uh, no, <laughs> the the Berserkers came at us first, and I'm not saying it was the best tactical decision, but... Yeah, you kind of want to hit the stuff that's actively, you know, taking you down. Pebble, does a 16 hit? No, it does not. Hey, Morkoro. Um, Alright. All right. Yes, I'm shooting for the one beside Pebble. Okay. Uh, but I got an 11, so I missed. So going again. And that was even worse. Alright. I, I missed it. I missed this guy. Not great. Basil. Nope. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I think I could still reach number two who's slinking away in the corner here. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, mobile feet. The extra 10 feet of movement. So, yeah, I'm going to rush over to this chanting doofus and give him the old what's what. Uh, I got to have a couple of better names for stuff. Uh, that's an 18 to hit. Yep. For fifth. No, that's not even at all how math works. 12 thunder damage. Uh, okay. Second attack with the thunder gauntlet is a 15 to hit. Uh, yep. Cool. Uh, and only 600 damage. That was enough. Yes! Alright, so uh, Chanter 4 is going to back up. Chanter 6 is going to have a hard time. He's got to disengage properly. And that's when the chanting suddenly stops. Mm. No! Oh, we, uh, we did pretty good, though. Ah! <sighs> 
pretty good might mean we're dead. A giant wicker statue of Strahd von Zarevich has become to writhe and twist. Fuck, that's what I was afraid you were going to say. With a horrible, cracking, splintering sound, a 30-foot-tall plant bursts out of the statue, sending twigs and earth flying. The creature resembles a dead treant with green light seeping out of it. And with giant strides that shake the earth around you, it clambers out of the circle, heading north down the hill. Oh my god, it's not even fighting us? It's walking... Sounds like an excellent cliffhanger, doesn't it? Oh, unfortunately. Should have set it on fire. <laughs> Should have set it on fire. Anya gets it. Oh, no. Guys, I have a plan. <laughs> God. We're going to need a plan. And thankfully, we have a little time to strategize. But holy shit. Um, I was really hoping that, like, killing half of them would be enough to like break whatever chant was going on here but nope. clearly not Oof. well yeah we made it another sesh though we did no one's dead yet except for jake r.i.p yeah <laughs> meg how do you feel i'm so sleepy <laughs> <laughs> i am so sleepy no it was good it was it was actually generally very fun but i will say guys i am the furthest thing from a night owl like i'm I'm usually like knee deep in an eight hour brown noise playlist at this point. Like, so yeah. Brown noise. Oh, it's so nice. Look it up. It is the most beautiful sound in the world. It sounds like you're on an airplane, but it's not awful for your ears. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, okay. thank you for everyone listening. Hopefully uh, we won't be filled with traumatic deaths next episode, but no promises. God. If you enjoyed the show, you can find us online at Blood on the Dice on both Twitter and Instagram. And please drop us a five-star rating wherever you're listening. Um, my The only thing I would want to plug is, you know, the concept of voting. Uh, so if you are listening to this, I hope you voted. Yeah, I was about to say. A little late. Like, <laughs> a little late for that one, Brian. Well, you know what? Even, even if this were live, it's it's, late. it's too late. Yeah, this yeah. yeah, this is recorded now on technically it's after midnight on the East Coast here. So uh, after, so it's now the ninth. It's not even voting day anymore. But I hate, you know, if you're listening to this, voting's great. I hope you all voted. Um, Meg, anything you want to plug for the, the, the nice people before we say goodnight? Um... Check out Simp School over on YouTube. You heard that, right? Simp School is where I teach the youths how to simp for themselves and not be disrespectful to anyone of any gender. Hooray! That's nice. I, I really love the name and description that you just put forward. Thank you. <laughs> it's mostly at this point me just bullying men for being insane on dating apps but eventually it's going to get somewhere productive so i'm 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 tuning in you just earned yourself a, a yay <laughs> thank you and with that we say goodbye to everybody right, bye. goodbye thanks for playing